0: 92.5 FM, Shreveport, Greenwood, 100.1 FM, Lake Charles, and KQJO, 99.3 FM, St. Joseph, Louisiana, Natchez, Mississippi. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the Restoring Faith broadcast, and I am Dr. Christopher Manuel, pastor of the Smyrna and Maranatha Seventh-day Adventist churches in Alexandria. We desire to present the gospel message of Jesus Christ to a dying world in these final moments of earth's history. And now, today's broadcast. Not bothering anybody And they've been Divinely tamed And they march into an ark And then the next thing you know The last call goes out And a door closes By itself I wouldn't want to be one of those that are outside but if I would have saw the animals, I believe if I was there, I'm just saying with my sanctified imagination. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If I, I would have been. I would have pulled him by his side. Uh, Noah, I, how you do that? Oh, that ain't me. Aardvark, and anteater. Noah, that's not you. No, nah, let let me get this count. Um, there there's sheep and goat. Well, since you didn't do that, can I go with you? <laughs> not can I be your friend? Can I go with you? Because if you didn't do this, your sons didn't do this, your sons' wives didn't do this, and your wife didn't do that, you've been preaching for, all oh, 120 years. That's a long time. And you know, I don't mind being baptized today. Yeah. <laughs> you got to take that into consideration because God is calling us out because we have to learn how to trust God in trying times. The fourth thing that I'd like to bring out from the character of the vision, brothers and sisters, we just talked about the exhortation that we know that he that shall come will come and will not tarry. The fourth thing is the assurance, the assurance. He says, it shall surely come, it will not delay, talking about the vision. God surely would bring to reality the glorious messianic vision from the human perspective, it looks like the hope may appear to, to tarry. From God's perspective, however, the events are right on time. Did you know that? Let me just talk about us in trouble. When you sit in trouble and it seems like it's going to take forever, it's right on time. Either God is doing two things, to draw you closer to him or to draw you closer to him. You thought it was going to be different, didn't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To draw you closer to him or draw you closer to him. When trouble comes, it's assigned. Because some of us, we ask for the trouble, and some of the trouble is to test us. Well, Lord, you know what? I've I, I, I you know I've arrived. I've, I've been in this church 40 years. <laughs> That's how we talk. No, I'm sorry. Lord, forgive me. That's not how we talk. That's how we act. We act as if we earned the right. And we don't need to have nobody else say nothing to us. I've been here long enough. I got relatives here. I got folk in the conference office. I got folk in the union. I got people that work for the North American division. And folk in the pew said, "Yes, yeah, so and what? What that mean? Trouble can come to anybody in here and say, hey, good morning, I'm trouble. Oh, the type of trouble I am, I'm suffering. Yeah. yeah, I've been sent to you today. You're going to have a flat, you're going to be late to work, and your boss, gonna. you done been late three, four times, you got to up twice, and you just might, no, might, not might, yes, you will, you will get fired today. Thank you. All right, I'll see you later. That's trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Now, watch this. That's trouble being allowed to come to you. Can I talk to you just for a minute? Can I talk to you, can I teach you just for a minute? So when trouble comes like that, Because it was permitted by God since we got the Holy Ghost. Oh, I'm talking to us Adventists now. Since we got the Holy Ghost, what you going to do? What you going to do? Because all eyes are on you. Since you just lost your job, received that pink slip, your daughter got pregnant and didn't want to tell you. Yes, Lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your son in jail now. What a, you got the Holy Ghost. You got running in, running in your feet, find everything else. You know, you you know, you raise up holy hands without wrath or doubting. Now trouble said, Hey, how you doing? I'm assigned to you today. What you gonna do? God wants to know what are you gonna do? Because I've been bragging on you. Uh, Has thou not considered my servant Joe, who's upright? Was not he bragging on Joe? Guess what? Guess who he's bragging on today. Point to yourself. Point to yourself. He's bragging on you. And guess what? He said the just shall live by faith. Let me go on. I'm trying to get to an end, y'all. Not only did we look at the character of the vision, but lastly, we are admonished to behold the substance of the vision. Chapter 2, verse 4, latter part. They're talking about Habakkuk. That's where I am, Habakkuk. Regarding the righteous, the righteous in the Old Testament are those in the right standing with God. The word has a legal flavor. The righteous are those who have been pronounced innocent by the heavenly judge. One is regarded as righteous because of faith. Those who become righteous by faith must continue steadfastness in faith. This steadfastness in faith manifests itself outwardly in praise, in worship, and godly works. I have to unpack that so you can understand that because this steadfastness in faith manifests itself outwardly. When we talk about praise, we think about other churches. You see how definitely quiet it got in here, Brother K? <laughs> we talk about other churches because praise and worship is on. It's popping. It's lit, like we say, like our young folks say. Yeah, praise is like it's commonly for the upright. The Bible tells us that praise is supposed to be with us because we have been with him. Any time that we render praise to God, it ought to be in good fashion. You don't know why? Because that's what he expects. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yes. you. Yes, indeed. When we read the Bible, there is not a command, let there be praise. In some other fashions, it is. But we're supposed to live a life of praise. Mm-hmm. So, so, so when we read Psalm 100 through the end of the book, praise Him on the high sounding cymbals. Let everything that have praise the Lord. So we have to adopt the culture of praise. So the atmosphere of praise around us will continue to be like that. So when folk come into your house, it's a different look. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. It's not that you're running around slinging and gnawing all everywhere and water and everything. No, 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 honey. Your life is lit so much so that whatever happens to you, thank you, Jesus. That's what happens when you go into a Pentecostal church. Now we don't go over there because they speak in tongues and they lie in English. Yeah, they do. Some of them do. Yeah, they do. Some of them do. You missed your time to laugh. You, miss, you missed it. You missed it. You missed it. I said some of them speak in tongue, and lying English. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I know. There you go. So you find of the it. I know. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah. Some of us read. Some of us read spirit of prophecy and Bible, and then prophet lie. Mhm. Yeah. That, that's us. Hey, amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We eat all the vegetarian meat in the world and say that I'm blessed and anointed by God, but your blood pressure 175 over 130. I'm blessed of the Lord, honey. You better take care of your pressure, yeah. or you won't be. The, or we'll be taking care of you, yeah. and you won't know it. Yeah. We talk about the health message, won't run a mile. Won't do a push-up, won't do a sit-up, amen. I'm just hitting us. I can just feel an ouch, ouch. I just feel it all in the spirit, right? I just feel it. We got to learn if we're going to be part of the kingdom, we have to not only be spiritually fit, we have to be physically fit. How are you going to talk about how good God is and his health to you and your stomach look like you're four or five months pregnant? And you ain't got no baby in there. Well, pastor, you don't understand you shouldn't talk that way from the pulpit because people have went through things and have had surgeries and stuff like that. You know what? We have enough wisdom in this church to know how to bypass that. We have surgeries and all that type of thing. But when you want to do it natural, I guarantee you that the Seventh-day Adventist church has everything that we need to do what we need to do in spirit and in truth. You don't have to walk around like that. You know how I know? I lost 40 pounds before I came to you. Wow. Because I said, Lord, and I made a pact with God. I want to be able to see my babies not only graduate from high school, I want to see them graduate from college. I want them to meet a knucklehead and get married and have some chaps. <laughs> now God, if you can let me lose these 40 pounds, I'm a, when I went to the doctor, Sister Hudson, the doctor said, Wait a minute, how much did you say did you weigh? I said, What you talking about? I said, Oh, here I go in my mind. This is when you know the Lord. I'm, talking about, I'm still talking about praise, outwardly in, hour in praise. I said, Oh, Lord, <laughs> what's really going on? And when I looked at my weight, Brother Rumber, it said, Ooh, what it said. I ain't gonna tell you. It said what it said. <laughs> yeah, it did. I'm gonna testify on how big it was. I had to give away nine suits. Before I came to you, All right. when we're serious about praising the Lord, right. He said, "Praise is commonly for the uprights, yeah. and you are the righteous that He has called." A lot of times, we this is how we talk in our minds. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. Yes, you are, because Jesus died, so you are worthy. That's right. Because if you weren't worthy, He wouldn't have said that He died for you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. And, and, do I have any company in here? So the next portion I'd like to give out here, this steadfastness in faith manifests itself outwardly in praise. Uh, There's another word, worship. We don't talk about worship too much because when we talk about worship, we talk about worship from the perspective that we're going to worship. You're really coming to service to worship. Now, let me explain to you what worship really is for you on, on the side of praise. Worship is when you're sitting at the doctor's office. And nobody else hears your knees knocking mm-hmm. but you. You don't know what they're going to say because you consume more salt than a mine there in the Dead Sea. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what the doctor is going to diagnose for you. And you sweet as candy because yeah. you know that some of your sugar readings will probably do something uh-huh. Some of y'all know exactly what I'm talking about and you're praying the whole time what are you in you're in worship because you are you know exactly that what the verdict should be you missing yeah. your time. So when the doctor comes out, he says, you look fine. You just need to keep A, B, and D up. Keep that up, and we'll come back. We'll see you the next year, not the next six months. I'm talking to somebody. Yeah. When you are in worship, God says, I will do that for you. Even while you are suffering, I want you to just keep a praise up. Keep some timber going up, and that's what worship is. It means that while you're in the crucible of going through, you still can call on the Lord. While you're still going through bereavement you know god has been good to you and you still render a praise to him in worship because if the devil had his way he would dump on you the house the car the relationship the loss of the job he puts it all on top of your head but what can you say god you've been good to me Amen. that's your worship Amen. and when the devil see you doing that he calls you crazy you know why he calls you crazy? I done did everything to him I possibly could. I done unloaded everything on her I possibly could. Her kids not talking to her, no. Mo, her Memo not talking to her. I done dumped everything on him I possibly could. I done broke the car down. I done called a padlock to be put on. Y'all not going to talk to me. I done called a padlock to be put on the job. But she's still saying, thank you, Jesus. They say, they're up there talking like Job. The, God, the Lord we serve, the Lord giveth. And the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of, can you say that in the midst of your going through? Blessed be the name of the Lord. When you don't feel like worshiping, blessed be the name of the Lord. Folk, come up to your house. You may see red and blue lights behind you. You have to be praying, God, I thank you for deliverance. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. I'm, I'm trying to teach you what worship is. When they stop me, uh, br- uh, uh, Brother Top Cat, when they stop me, thank you, Jesus, I start singing a song in my head. Praise him. Amen. Praise him. What you want to see? You've been listening to the Restoring Faith broadcast with Dr. Christopher Manuel. I pray that today's message made your troubles smaller, your hope greater, and your faith restored. You're invited to join me every first and third Saturday for divine worship service at 10 a.m. and on Tuesday night Bible study